Hi, my name is Ulutana Madalane and welcome to this episode of the podcast. In today's episode of God's Table with Lou, we're going to be taking a look at love and how it's affecting your relationship with Christ. So, um, before we get into this, I just want to say that this is a word, in as much as, it's, as it is a word for me, it is also a word for other people, you know. During this time when, obviously, I was talking to God about starting this podcast and doing all these different things, and we were having a discussion, um, I wanted to find out what was the first episode, you know, because I've always been very um, interested in, like, love, relationships, and um, human behavior, basically when they're in contact with other people i've always been um, very interested in things like that and so um i thought that this would be the perfect first episode you know once god and i started discussing especially because of the depth of this episode and one of the things that i struggled with was working on my relationship with christ and i still struggle with it even till this day is working on my relationship with christ how do i build with christ and there were multiple hindrances in the relationship that I had with Christ. Not because of anything else, but because of certain patterns that I had learned in the past. Right? So, I want to say that our relationship with Christ is like any other relationship. Right? And not to dilute it. But to say that our relationship with Christ requires effort. You know? You need to read your Bible. You need to pray. You need to... You need to do all these different things to ensure that you are still in relationship with Christ, right? If, if that makes sense. And I was in a, a, a position where I wanted to further my relationship with Christ, you know, press play on the things he told me to press play on, put the gas on things he told me to put the gas on. But I found myself not really getting to a point where I could do that. And that's when we started having deeper discussions, myself and God. And actually, this conversation was sparked last year, you know. Um, we were having a discussion within my circle of friends about, you know, self-love, self-worth, um, when to be, like, leaving your relationship and all those things. And we are just sharing our own beliefs, you know. And when we were sharing our own beliefs, it sparked something in me to ask God, Lord, because my name means God is love, what do you what are you trying to achieve with me you know what characteristics do i have to display to effectively have this picture out and about so the first thing that god did was send me to first corinthians 13 but for the purposes of this episode i'm going to read from verse 4 up until 8 with uh, and stop with the at the part that says love never fails so let's read love suffers long and is kind love does not envy love does not parade itself is not puffed up does not behave rudely, does not seek its own, is not provoked, thinks no evil, does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth. Bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails. So the first thing that I did over there was obviously to create like a kind of a checklist to see how far along I was, you know, in making progress towards the end goal. What I thought was the end goal, you know. So I'm starting to work on this 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 checklist and I'm seeing that, okay, there's characteristics... Um, how far am I with patience? Oh, not really great. How far am I with kindness? You know, and not only is this about, you know, within my circle, it's about other people as well. Because remember that we are the light of the world, you know, and when there's light, it obviously attracts so, so many people. Okay, cool. 
So that was where I was in the beginning of this conversation. But now God has completely taken it over, you know. And when I was talking, while obviously we're having this discussion about love, we're also experiencing a hindrance, right? And I was hitting a brick wall, you know. And hitting a brick wall with Christ is extremely disheartening because the first thing that you do is wonder if he's still with you. And whether you are doing the right things in your relationship with him. You know, there's a lot of doubt when, when, when you start reaching a hindrance, you know, and when you're reaching that hindrance on top of that, there's also the spiritual warfare that is happening at the time, you know, accepting Christ is very beautiful until you hit that point of spiritual warfare. And now there are certain things that you have to fight for in the spirit so that they can come to fruition in, you know, the physical. Okay. So now I am experiencing the warfare. I'm experiencing the hindrance. But God tips me and he's like, the warfare is not what you think it is. You know, it's kind of like a distraction. You're not looking at the root of the problem. And I was absolutely dumbfounded because I was like, what do you mean? You know, I'm doing what your word is saying I, I, I'm supposed to be doing. You know, I, I, I'm trying the best that I can, you know. And God was like, no, 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 I don't mean it like that. I mean that our foundation between you and I, it's a little bit shaky. Our foundation is not set solid. And I was like, what do you mean? You know? And God brought me to a point of saying, he was like, all your relationships, all your previous relationships, right? And where you are right now with me, you're, you're not putting yourself in a position to receive things from me. What you're doing is that you want to do things in your own strength and not necessarily, you're not inviting me in, you know? And... I still didn't understand what he was saying. Sometimes I, I like things, you know, it, just be upfront. You know, don't make me read between the lines. Just be upfront. I'm like that. So we started having discussions about these hindrances that I was experiencing, the brick walls that I was hitting, you know. And he said that it was rooted, very rooted in disappointment. It was very much rooted in disappointment. And I, it was true. I had been disappointed very much in my relationships. I had been disappointed in my relationships with my parents, you know, my siblings at some point. And, um, you know, just general people around me. I was very, I was hurting last year. I was in a very deep place of hurt, you know. And I was bringing that baggage in my relationship with Christ. But it's not to say that it was a bad thing, you know. Um, it was just something that I needed to work through. So because now this is a proper relationship, God is talking to me about it. And just a few days ago, he showed me a vision of my hands. And I was looking at my hands and he says to me, he's like, can you see your hands? And I was like, yes, Lord, I can see them. And he says, currently your hands are empty, which means that it gives you an opportunity to receive things from me. Because remember, when we come to the cross, we're coming, yes, because of all these other beautiful things. We want the salvation. We want the, the, the blessings. But one of the things that we're also looking for is the love of Christ. We want to experience this unconditional love that he's talking about. You know, he sent his only son to die for us on the cross because he loved us so much. So now we want to experience that, that kind of love. And one of the many things that happens is that you, when you are coming to Christ, you're coming with so many things. You know, um, disappointment from previous relationships. You're coming with the distrust. You're coming with the disbelief. You're coming with the wounds. You know, you're the wounded bear when you're going to God. And then the first thing that you have to do is receive salvation, right? 
But the problem comes in when you can't believe that he loves you. That's the problem. Because you've been disappointed so many times by so many people and so many things. You know, people made promises to you out of love and then all of a sudden they disappointed you. You get into a season where you need them and all of a sudden that I love you means absolutely nothing to them. They're going on with their lives as if nothing had happened between the two of you. And when you come to Christ, that is a very painful thing to bear. You know, it's very, very painful because it's t- it's taught you a certain pattern about love. It's taught you that love is disappointing. It's taught you that you cannot trust love. It's taught you that all these different kinds of things, you know, leading up to that point. And now you're bringing those patterns into your relationship with Christ. You're constantly wondering, okay, Lord, um, you're saying I should move here and I should go there and all those things. But unfortunately, I'm still stuck in a place of hurt. I'm still stuck in a place of disappointment, you know. And even though we talk to God and say, okay, fine, Lord, uproot certain things in me. Because of free will, it breeds like we are accountable. You know, God will give you information, but you are accountable in how you use that information, you know. So now you get to a point and a position where you're like, okay, I want to turn back. I want to go and live the life that I was living before because I was not in this position, you know. And also, something else that I want to point out is that when you get to Christ, he's also stripping you of things. So, he's stripping you of things, you know. And your mindset and your previous thinking is when people take things from you, it's a bad thing. But God is taking away things like unforgiveness. He's taking away your desire to listen to that music. He's taking away your desire to um, um, engage with people that you should not be engaging with. He's telling you that you could no longer go there. He's telling you all these different things. And because of our perspective, we think that God is, you know, he's waiting for a whip. He's, he's, he's waiting for a moment to whip us rather, you know, when we make mistakes. And that's the point where you just can't accept that God loves you you know and all these something that he showed me a couple of months ago was remember when i was reading the from um first corinthians um 13 4 verse 8 and i was talking about i was listing certain characteristics as a christian you need to have certain characteristics that allow you to stand in front of the enemy and fight him effectively but unfortunately, because you're in stuck in this position where you can't believe God, many of the promises within the Bible, you also cannot believe them. So when God says, I have a plan for your life, you say, I, I can't believe that. So instead of you turning to God's plan, you take control because you've never been in a situation that allowed you to be free, you know, and to be able to trust when someone says, hey, listen, I'm going to take you wherever people have been disappointing you. When God says... Any, just any one of the promises that God has, you know, for you. And when he speaks to you, there's a bit of denial on the inside. And that is rooted in disappointment in all the patterns that you've learned over the years about what love is to you, you know. And so you just get to the point of disbelief. You get to the point of disbelief, disappointment, you know. And yet love, God's love is not supposed to be like that. So I can't just leave you with, you know, all this information and then not say anything you know so funny enough this year around um may on the 11th of may god was talking to me about comfort we were talking about comfort and correction and one of the many things that are part of my notes um was why is it important to rewrite the way you see god and here's what he said 
our view of God affects how we allow him to operate in our lives. We limit him according to our perception of him. When we do this, we limit our faith and our ability to move when he says we should. By rewriting our perception of him, we give him back the creative control. We also learn a new version of him, his power and his ability to change things around. Our perception of him will also affect our perception of our blessings, how we receive them, how we maintain them and how we walk in them. Um, and this was something I wrote it like NB, the devil uses our perception of God against us, especially when we have a poor perception of God. The devil causes us to have a spirit of fear when it comes to our blessings, hence we self-sabotage. And then um, one of the notes that I had written on the 8th of October this year actually was if something means something to you you will be willing to look like a fool you will place yourself in the position to learn and learn and learn once again just so that you can get um you can get it right you will overpower your fear of stupidity because getting what you need will triumph over your fear i think of how many times we are afraid to chase god because of our fear of looking like a fool we are afraid that god will leave us in the midst of a storm or that he'll lead us away from our initial plans causing us to go astray we can't trust the hand of god because we've come into contact with so many hands that are seemingly bearing blessings but when those hands were tested they were bearing curses and empty promises for so many of us the misconception is that the devil starts attacking us when we go deeper into christ but the truth is that our environments have conditioned as to not trust the hand of God because we've become um, we've been disappointed many times by similar looking hands our relationship with Christ is rooted in disappointment and we can't bring ourselves to admit that we may have trust issues with God based on what others and our own expectations have done our environment has taught us to not trust the love we are given because the promises made out of love were never fulfilled our relationships either past or present are affecting how we see the love of God and how we trust in his love and promises the environment has been mistrust in god another one of the major misconceptions about the devil is that he starts attacking us when we are saved but um in truth he conditions us to not trust love when we are not when we are taught not to trust love we are conditioned to not trust in the lord's love we when we can't trust the lord's love we can't trust his promises and his words over our lives this affects how we see our blessings walk in our blessings and how we treat our blessings because we're constantly thinking that this hand will not give us promises so that we can keep them the mindset of love scarcity is haunting us even when it comes to christ and his love for us so one of the major things is that when we are stepping into our relationship with christ right we need to be willing to unlearn old behaviors so that we can learn other behaviors so that we can trust and get better in our relationship with God. That means that when God is trying to uproot our coping mechanisms, uproot the anger, uproot um, and even mend many of the past relationships that we have had, we need to allow him to do that. We can't keep putting ourselves in positions where we say that we want to better ourselves, but then we're not bettering ourselves because we are so afraid of what change might actually look like, you know, and we just have to get to the point where we fully allow God to do his work. You will not lose anything, child of God, by allowing God to operate in your life. You will not lose anything. Instead, there are so many things that you can gain from your relationship with Christ. And I think that when you get to a point of acknowledging that, that's when things start to get better for you. That's when things start to, you're like, okay, I think I'm finding my bearings. So one of the major things that I've been doing during this time is to go deeper in the word right go deeper in the word have a plan when you're reading the word so i read about two two um chapters a day two to four chapters a day depending but i 
read my word to know the character of god because god is consistent he's the same god of yesterday he's the same god today so god is consistent right so the first thing i started doing was reading his word then i also started having consistent prayer sessions you know praying with god and affording myself quietness to be able to hear from him you know and actually taking my relationship up with him seriously and so that when he does approve things i think of it from the perspective of a true father you know and one of the many things that i was um talking about with him was that perspective of the true father you know one of the things that my dad likes to say to us is that god is a like he's a better father than he like my dad could ever be you know of which is true when you think about it because god is our father you know and in him being our father it goes past provision and protection meaning that he does care about the little things that you're doing in your life you know and he does care where you go he does care what you're eating he does care about what you put on your body you know and how you treat your body you know there's something very interesting i learned about the temple of the lord but anyways we're going to talk about that in a later episode so in order for you to be able to fix things and rework things you need to actually put effort into your relationship with christ and you need to allow him to work it's uncomfortable you know and i think that one of the things that we are so afraid of is getting to a point of admitting that we may have issues with christ but there's nothing wrong with admitting that you have issues with christ it's just about what you do with those issues and that's why accountability comes in because your relationship with christ is also your responsibility if you're not praying if you're not being active if you're not reading the bible then you will also experience issues you know and something else that i want to speak about is vulnerability in the lord you know you need to be vulnerable with the lord stop trying to hold things back in the hopes that you'll be able to deal with it yourself because that's that's not what we see in the bible when we bring it to god we allow him to uh, like assist us to fix it and he gives us one of the best ways to fix it he gives the best advice every single time so i want to encourage you you know that building your relationship with god is a two-way street if you are also putting in the work you're also exercising your free will but you're using it in a way that you choose to go with christ because the posture of your heart in your relationship with christ is also important then you find yourself experiencing things that are better you know things that are of God and when he's stripping you you stop thinking that it's a negative thing and you start seeing that no this could be a positive because um one of the things that I was reading in the bible right I was reading in the bible about the children of Israel and there comes a point when they are building a a when they are building like a temple for the Lord right and when they're building that temple for the Lord they are using the very skills that they acquired in captivity to build the temple now what does that mean that what you experienced during your season of captivity is the very things that god is going to use to help build his kingdom you know but it starts off with you being vulnerable with the lord it starts off with you crying out to the lord and saying lord i think we may have a problem lord i can see that this and this is happening you know because all these other things all these other things that are happening in your, in your life if you are not actively chasing god you're not going to experience certain things and there will always be a barrier between yourself and God because lies, lies are a barrier, you know? And because this is a father who knows everything, you also need to bring it to him. I don't know if I'm making sense, but in your relationship with Christ, learn to be vulnerable, allow yourself 
to give God the pieces and to not hold on to anything. Just be honest about it and God will definitely lead you. He will make your path straight. I hope that this helped you and I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. And um, if you've heard this podcast or if you're thinking about listening to this podcast, I'm praying for you. Have an amazing day.